Hi and welcome to the Corporate Life Podcast. My name is Hina Siddiqui and I loved and hated my corporate jobs for years. This podcast is going to empower you to go high on your career without losing yourself. I invite you to join me each week as you will hear real cool stories of the real cool corporate people doing real things in the corporate world and their experiences and advice can change your story too. Sales is a major component and the backbone of any business. In the absence of high performance sales teams any business is destined to fail. Hi this is Hina Siddiqui you are listening to the Corporate Life podcast. You would agree that the level of success of any company is directly affected by how good its sales teams are. So sales is the most important activity in all businesses and great sales people are always in high demand in any economy. And the biggest challenge for any organization is to hire the right sales teams and nurture them to their highest potential. This week I have with me Lance Tyson to share his expertise and insights on this super important subject. Lance is number 1 Wall Street Journal and USA Today best-selling author and the CEO of Tyson Group, an award-winning top sales training and consulting firm. He has worked with some of the biggest names in sports and entertainment including the New York Yankees and the Dallas Cowboys. His latest bestseller The Human Sales Factor details how persuasion and influence are no longer soft skills. They are fundamental skills that can help you attract investors, sell products, build brands, inspire teams and trigger movements. I'm so honored to welcome Lance Tyson on the show. Hi Lance, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm I'm excited. I appreciate you having me on. I'm excited too. So Lance, I have just started reading your book, The Human Sales Factor. In that you say that we are all sales people just like we are all customers. And this is so true. Consciously or unconsciously, we are selling all the time in different forms and ways. Then why is it so hard to find great sales people? Well, you know, that's such a it's such a good question. I think fundamentally and we talk to a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of companies with this i think a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of executives feel at some level you know a great salesperson or even an above average salesperson is kind of built because there's there's some mystery around sales so if you think about it this way it's half art and half science right you have to have the people skills you have to have that charisma you have to have a desire because you're going to fail more than you succeed it's just one of those roles that you know Right. the best to do is maybe win 30% of the time and i think philosophically people are in the search to find somebody and i think as an organization i've been in the training industry for over 20 years i think great sales people are built not born okay. i think there are certain competencies certain skill sets you look at yeah. um and in those things you look for that that raw talent and then you build from there depending on kind of business you're in. So I don't think they're hard to find. I think people look in the wrong places or look for the wrong things. That makes sense. And I also think that uh we have lost that human touch which I like to call the side effect of growing up. And human factor as you talk about that, you know, human factor in sales. This is also important. And that is also reflected in every area of our life even in businesses when we lose that human touch in ourselves. So that also makes people, you know, great sales people uh hard to find. Agreed. It's it's um it's one of those things where there's so much technology out there, right? Yeah. The, and and we we think that that's the answer and a lot of the technology is a tool, right? right? 
and it's not going to sell nine times out of 10. I mean, I, in, in one of your pictures, I was looking at one of your pictures and you have a Starbucks uh, mug behind you. Yeah. What, what is it about Starbucks? Well, it's that human factor. People go there to be greeted a certain way. They go there for their certain type of coffee every day or tea, whatever it is. Right. So, so that human factor is all around us. And, and right now there's so much information out there a lot of times people are looking for advice from another person, right? Somebody yeah. say, hey, suggest this, or if I was you, this is what I would do. And there has to be that connectivity to that person. And yeah. I think of anything, and, and you, you know this from where you are, like the pandemic had had, had shown a lot of a lot of companies were saved because of the human factor and a lot of deals were done because of the human factor. And, and we didn't get a chance to be around a lot of people at times too. So, so it all came, that was kind of the inspiration of the book. For long years, I believed that being money minded was a bad thing. So I kept on avoiding money in every job interview. I hesitated to negotiate salary and turn down every opportunity to make money. Even my coaching business functioned as a free service for a long time because the reason I got into coaching was to serve people. Then I started realizing the side effects of my wrong money mindset. Thanks to my coaches and mentors who set me up for money inflow while serving the world. Whatever career you are into, if your money mindset is distorted, you are going to struggle in your career. And the amazing fact is that you would not even realize that you are sabotaging your full potential because all this happens at the sub and unconscious level. Your money stories are deep rooted, particularly if you have seen a money deprived childhood. The solution is to identify your patterns and let them go as fast as you can because it's costing you your career. That's why the money mindset is a big part of all my coaching programs. Send me a quick mail to connect at authorhina.com to know more about my programs. Lance, what led you to the sales training path? Tell us a bit about your journey. Yeah, I, you know, it's kind of interesting, right? I um, long story short, I you know, I was I wasn't an extremely good student. I was only good as a student with um, with things I was interested in. So math was not something I was interested in. I love history. I think we talked about that, that in the the pre show. Yeah, and. Um, my dad was an entrepreneur, so I'd kind of thought that, geez, I'd get out of high school or secondary school and and just work with him. And he probably did the best thing for me. He said, you know, um, no, you're gonna you're gonna figure it out. So I joined the United States Marine Corps for a little while. Mm-hmm. I got out, went to college, and and I went when I went to college, I decided I was gonna pay for everything myself. I, my parents were not gonna be involved at all because there was too much arguments about my grades. So I said, look, you give me a place to live, I'll get through school. And then mm-hmm. inside that journey, I, I learned a lot of um, I was learning a lot of things. I became I fell in love with personal development, anything that could get me to the next level. Um, that I could read, get my hands on. At that point, there were cassette tapes. Then when I was, um, you know, going through school, I had worked several jobs. I waited tables, worked in restaurants. And I started to realize I, I love connecting with people. And then I and then I worked, I started to work out of, out of college for a company called Dale Carnegie Training. And that was the, um, they're a worldwide training organization. They they do a lot of different things from leadership to presentation skills and things like that. And and uh, then ended up working for them, moving up through the ranks and and started to specialize in sales training over time and, and, and got pretty good about it, enjoyed it. 
And at the end of the day, um, you know, after we had sold our interest out of the Dale Carnegie operations, we we formed a Tyson Group and and uh, you know started to carve our own path. Thanks. Would you talk a bit about your book, which is very interesting? I have just said that I've started reading it. I would just like to hear a few words from you about that book. Yeah, and I appreciate you asking that. So you know, when, when we looked at the book, we said, right, you, you hear a lot of cliches. Sales is all about relationships. Leadership's about relationships. And yeah. we started to really analyze and go, well, what is it? What is it about about relationships? Well, it's about two people. It's about a dialogue. So, so when we wrote the book, we said, if there is an equation, the human is in the equation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and and. If not, they're the center of the equation. If it was a mathematical formula, so so as we looked at it, we said, all right, a lot of a lot of sales books and, and the human sales factor is actually kind of interesting to your audience. It's as much, if not more, of a leadership book or a persuasion and influence book yeah. than anything else, right? It's so it's it's really kind of that that piece. So we decided to say, all right. Let's first get into what we would call the Greek mirror. Let's have let's have leaders and and salespeople and business people look in the mirror first. Like, who are you, and 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 how do you affect the message? So, if you were get, kind of get into you know Aristotle, he would say ethos, pathos, logos, right? Hmm. Your character, the 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 logic, right, and emotionally where you're trying to drive a message. And then, and then that jumps into a level of emotional quotient or uh, emotional intelligence. And we've, we've learned in the last, at least on on the U S side of things that, um, you know, at the end of the day, you might not like what somebody has to say, or you might have to kind of consider what the messaging is to your audience. And and, and you got to be able to control stress and worry your attitude in the message when you consider that, but you got to deal with yourself first and then you deal with the message. And then you look at all the different ways that you could message something and persuade people. Maybe it's with information, maybe with it's with an analogy, but if you don't, if you don't look at yourself in the mirror first and think about the message, it doesn't matter how many times you look out the window to the audience. Yeah, right? absolutely. I believe that absolutely. So that, that was the progression of the whole thing. And, and, and inside that, like you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, right. You have, you have the people skills you got to think about. So it's, it's, it is a, it's a progression or a sequence that if done well, and what the most successful people do, they do it well. And yeah. most people aren't taught that. Most people are taught to be audience facing first, not their self facing. Correct. I believe that too. Lance, what are the six drivers of high performance sales teams, according to you? When when we when we enter into a company and and what we're what we're known for um, at Tyson Group is, and this is by no means trying to sell what we do, but it, yeah. it's interesting perspective. We we typically work with. Um, a semi-complex to a complex sales process, mm-hmm. and and in most of our most of our customers would tell us that um, our customers tell us that they suffer from the disease of uniqueness that they have an issue that's specific to them, and and I don't disagree with that, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times in our consulting and training business, we got to look at things that are more the same than are than are different, right? Right. right. So so when we go in and and do a diagnostic and an analysis and an assessment on people and leadership. We look, we look at a few factors. We, we would say that, that we would look at leadership and leadership simply put is what's the environment, what's the culture, 
of what's being done there? Is it a hard driving company? What are the, you know, what kind of people do they look for? Is it ultra competitive and whatever it needs to be. And then we, we, that, that was, so that would be number one, but we separate management out from leadership. So leadership's the people, then management's the process, right? What are the KPIs? Predictable process yields predictable result. So they would be two of the six. And and then from there, we're, we're looking at, um, process and methodology, and, and they would go together, right? Mm-hmm. And and what is the path to make a sale? And then what are the methodologies or tactics inside that pathway that that are they're going to make it successful? You know, is a company is that bank we're working with? You know, is that a consultative sale? Is it a strategic sale? Is it a value based sales relationship sale? Whatever it would be, that would be the you know the process and the and methodology tied together. And, and from there, right? You would say, all right, well, we need people to drive it. So, so what is the what's the the sales enablement, right? Mm-hmm. Or the sales technology that has to be a piece of that? That's another thing at play, right? And then the last two would be um sales effectiveness. What are the skill sets, right? Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing is talent solutions. We do a lot of um. You know, it's like you said at the beginning of, of the podcast, like what it's 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 tough for people yeah. to 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 find to find good people, let alone good salespeople. And and you know, right now in America, and I don't I don't know how it is in India, but since the pandemic, we've had something, you know, the great war for town or the the great quit. A lot of people quit their jobs because they yeah. want flexibility and things like that. They want other things. And and how do you pick the right person? So like talent solutions. Some mm-hmm. kind of talent solutions on how to pick people, select people, develop people become okay. very important. So we look at those as, as those six factors, right? Now, now think about this. If you're, you're listening to this, they're 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 very deep concepts. All those buckets or all those pillars are very deep, right? You can you got to define that for yourself. And if you're listening to this and you're going, "Hey, Lance, I don't even really separate leadership and management." Mm-hmm. That's even a thing because they are two very distinct yes, things. Right. Most people like to blend those words together. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And that's really interesting approach. Lance, why sales training important for teams? You know, I, I would say it's like anything else, right? Like when I when I was reading um when I was reading about your podcast and mm-hmm. and you know, you use the word yoga tied to yeah. <laughs> Which which I love because you and I, anybody that practices knows that the yoga is a practice, Correct. right? It's, it's, you know, I remember when I first started to do it about three or four years ago, like really started to get into it. I was sitting there going, you know, like I can't even get my mind to be quiet. Like mm-hmm. I, I, that's, I don't even think it's possible. Now I can go like a minute or two and, and maybe two minutes would be awesome Mm -hmm. but maybe a minute where i'm just focused on my breathing and it takes practice and i think with with sales training and if you if you aligned it with with just thinking about yoga or any kind of like a martial art you're it's so situational right yeah that that you have to be able to make the right decision in the moment so it becomes a practice and and thus if you're gonna practice something or do something you must train for it because you're never going to get in a sales situation that it's 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 going to be the same every time. Yeah. So so it becomes about very fluid decision making. So 
I think that's why training is important. Like I leave after this podcast, I drive about two hours and I, you know, out of my company, I probably deliver maybe 20% of, 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 of our delivery. And we have, we have mm-hmm. trainers all over North America today. I just okay. happen to be doing something in Ohio and I'm going to go be working with an American football team. Called oh, wow. Rams, right. And, um, I think the big thing we're going to train we're training on today is their ability to make tough decisions yes. based off of their interactions with other people. That takes a lot of training, right? Yeah. And um and because those deals can be big enough they can make or break you. Right. Trainings are um this is this is a very, you know, lifelong learning process and I think that people need to invest in themselves and their time and energy and money in being better right and just getting themselves better and better and better and that's what keeps them on a path to success and progression i i agree wholeheartedly that's that's a philosophy yeah that not not every person embraces because they're so busy or every every leader in a company that they don't embrace they just go out there and do it and and you know there's a cost to doing training but i couldn't imagine what the cost is not to train right so Yeah, correct. Lance, where can we buy your books and what is the best way to contact you? So um, a couple things, and thank you for asking that. Immediately, I have three books out there. Um, one one book's on EQ. I have a book called um, Selling is an Away Game. That was my first one, also a bestseller. My most recent is The Human Sales Factor. Mm-hmm. You can go on Amazon to get those books. Uh, you can go on to Barnes & Noble, any site like that. Amazon's probably the easiest to get all three books. Yeah. And, you know, and you could get them, you know, either hard copy or or like a like one of the readers, um, probably next three or four months, the both of the, the sellings and away game and human sales factor will be uh, on audio. Um, reach out to me on LinkedIn. Um, mm-hmm. Follow me on Twitter at Lance Tyson or our corporate website is www.tysongroup.com. Great. And I'm going to include this information in the show notes section so that people can contact you after seeing that. Fantastic. Lance, thank you very much for your time. I learned so much from you and I'm sure our listeners are going to make best use of the knowledge they gained today. Awesome. Thank you for having me on. I'm honored. It's a pleasure. So in order to be a great salesperson, we need to be great humans. It's that simple. And I believe it's about feeling more and thinking less. Connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what's your number one takeaway from this full of inside conversation with Lance Tyson. That's it for this week. I'll see you next week. Love you guys and girls. Stay happy and safe. Thank you for tuning in. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and go to my website, authorhina.com for life and career changing tools and resources. Be sure to download and read my book, Secrets of the Six-Figure Employee with Zero Stress. It's available on Amazon.